Everyone thinks the world's ending. I, I think we talked about that last week. Yeah, we're already in the apocalypse. We've been there for uh, for eight years now. It's been it's been wonderful. No, well, Iran hadn't happened yet last week. Well, that's true, but all it's the new. lead up to Iran has been happening. Iran has been happening for years and decades. <laughs> I, I, I'm just pissed off that people are stupid enough to think that like this is a problem. Like they don't have nukes. <laughs> Iran's not an issue. We we can eliminate Iran without any problems. I don't care. Yeah, if you're thinking state to state, but I think the scary part about Iran is that there might be some terrorist cell, like, you know, uh, sponsored by the state there. And I think that's the concern, really. Right. Yeah, no, that is. Well, that and the idea that Russia or, or China would uh, retaliate if we, if we did that. I think it's possible. Yeah, no, it is possible. But um, that's if we were to do some kind of something crazy like nuke Iran. We're not going to nuke fucking Iran. We're, we, you can't compare Vietnam to today where we have, you know, drones, targeted drone strikes where we could take out one person in a high rise building uh, without risking a single American life. Like it's it's a very different thing right now. And like. Mm-hmm. Man, fucking let's just sort let's sort that shit out, you know? It will. Yeah, no, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Flash forward to next week's episode, World War Three, and how to survive it. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to be able to say, I, th- I, I think World War Three just happened. Or it just started. <laughs> just started. World War Three just started. Is that Hartnett? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's Hartnett talking to uh, Affleck. I think World War Three just started. Yeah, what were their names in that movie? Like Rig? Rafe? Not Rig. No, Reef. Ben Affleck was Rafe. Rafe. And yeah. I don't remember. And no one knows what Josh Hartnett's character's name was. Billy. Needles. Nettles. Need- I, I want to say Needles, but I think that's Back to the Future. Marty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Affleck plays First Lieutenant, later Captain Rafe McCauley. <gasps> Josh Hartnett is First Lieutenant, later Captain Daniel Danny Walker. Oh, Danny Walker, of course. What a, what a great name. Solid. Kate Beckinsale as uh, Evelyn Johnson, a nerf, and Rafe and Danny's mutual love interest. And Alec Baldwin played a real person, and so did Cuba Gooding Jr., and that's it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I guess you can kind of say that John Voight played a real person in Franklin Delano Roosevelt, but it was more of a fantasy version of FDR. Yeah, kind of. There was other real people, though. Dan Aykroyd played a real person, I think. Maybe yeah, not. I think you might be right. Let's see. No, he's a fictionalized composite of several several real world individuals. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, you didn't really get a whole lot of uh, history. Dude, it wasn't about facts. That movie's not about facts. That feeling, that feeling, that movie feeling is about emotions. Oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin was. Did you say Alec Baldwin? I guess he. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Doolittle. Doolittle was. Yeah, that's a real person. Yeah. I thought the Doolittle raid was just a legend. No, it was real. (laughs) It was all real. Uh, the Doolittle, the Rafe, the Danny. <laughs> no, that was real. No. Nothing supernatural happens in Pearl Harbor that I can remember. I guess the, uh, foreseeing the future and the naming uh, convention of World War One and World War Two might be the only thing supernatural. Yeah. There's got to be some history movies that just throw in shit that never, like, not the force level stuff, but uh, kind of wacky shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, Red Tails. Does Red Tails have supernatural shit? No. Oh, oh, uh, um, but Red Tails just kind of, I think, isn't very accurate. Um, no. Fuck, what is it called? Memphis Bell? Not Memphis Bell. Uh, it was the first episode of Amazing Stories. Yeah, that's what Steel I was thinking Bird. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the kid, the, he, I forget what that's called. I don't remember either. I know he drew. Beyond the, uh, uh, be, uh, uh, 
Beyond the Blue, maybe or oh shit, what's the what's the Air Force One? Oh no, Air Force One, the Air Force song. I don't know. Wild Blue Yonder. Is that what it's called? Why don't I Google Amazon? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing Story Season 1, Episode 1. Or just Episode 1. It was only, maybe only one season. They're bringing it back. Or at least they were trying to. For Apple yeah, Apple TV. Guess that wasn't the first episode. Wild Blue Yonder? The first episode was called Ghost Train. Oh, never mind. Oh, that was Spielberg. Oh, no, maybe. It was Spielberg, yeah. Yeah, that was Spielberg. That was an old dude. It was about some old dude. Showing up, I thought, at some house, maybe. Um, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. Twilight Zone, maybe. Season one. Ghost Train, the main attraction. Alamo Job. Mummy Daddy. I remember, that, was, that, was the, that was the Sorsese one, where a mummy chasing some guy or something like that. Yeah, but none of those are it. Keep going. Uh, no, because some of these definitely are. The Mission? I think That's it's it. the Mission. That might be it. That might, it might be the Mission. Yeah, it's the Mission. Yeah, and that's where like a character has to draw cartoon wheels on the bottom of the B-17. Kevin Costner plays the pilot. He does. He's a very, very young Kevin Costner. Hmm. And he's very sweaty. Do you want to talk about the Globes? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't either. Uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boys. <gasps> <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Greetings, cool boy nation. And we are live. Oh. Are we? We're live. This is a live stream. Is that a live works? At the red carpet of the first and only annual last time event of the fucking century. <gasps> the Cool Boys Golden Globe Special Edition. Live edition. Yes. <laughs> you know what they say. The Golden Globes are so important. Yo. <laughs> for your consideration, Felk. And I'm Best Picture Ballard. Uh, it's not even a Golden Globe Award. It's Best Picture <laughs> Comedy or Musical or Best Picture Parenthetical Drama. Yeah, well, I'm Best Picture Ballard in a drama category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a comedy. No, I'm not a comedy. My life is a drama. It's a musical. Roma has it. They call me Bally Drama. Roma has and my it. Best, and my best friend is my brother, Bally Chase. Oh, entourage. Read Dora's email. Oh, yeah. We have. You did say so cool. So cool. Mm. We used to have a guy for that. I'm not used it to is. it still. Well, yes. Phil, that's <laughs> it <right>. is. <laughs> Dorn sent us an email after our Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker spoiler cast. He wanted to chime in and give us his review of Star Wars Episode Nine. It's time for spoilers. So juicy. Hey, cool boys. No, no. Subject title, then, then the body. Email. Why do you? Why, why, okay. Star Wars, Ep 9, Tross, Dorn's quick review. <laughs> yes. Why would we need to read that? Hey, <laughs> hey, it's, it's cool nice. boys. Just listen to your awesome spoiler cast for Star Wars Episode 9, The yes. Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. You guys gave the movie some pretty high ratings before ripping it to pieces, and rightfully <laughs> so, since this movie was hot garbage. Here's my quick review. 
after the very disappointing Ep 8, The Last Jedi. I'm a bit surprised that Ep 9, The Rise of Skywalker, was not much of an improvement. Episode 9 only continued to leave me with lots of unanswered questions. Why is this movie called The Rise of Skywalker? This title has nothing to do with the story. Just the True. very end scene. <laughs> uh, why does Ray at the end of the film call herself a Skywalker? She's not. It's confirmed she's a Palpatine, which was dumb. Ooh. Who are all of Palpatine's extended family? When did all this happen? Really? How? His review is just a list of questions. <laughs> really? How did Palpatine do any of the things he does in this movie? Return from the dead, build a massive army of Death Star of Death Star destroyer ships. That's mm-hmm. not the proper use for the Oxford Commodore. You, you should have said or or and there. Why did General Hux suddenly decide to go against the First Order? Why did Finn's secret kept being brought up without any reveal, at least in the movie? So many plot holes and unexplained events. This was a brutally fast paste shit sandwich wow uh did this movie even have a script still i always enjoy seeing a new star wars movie but i found this to be an unsatisfying conclusion to the saga bush league current rankings and ratings so this is an order of worst to best it appears yep he says episode two all right, oh, it's good. no episodes. Attack of the Clones is is the worst. He gives that one boy. Then Solo, he gave it one one and a half boys. Jeez. Then the Last Jedi. That's weird. Uh, one at one and a half boys. Then the Rise of Skywalker. He gave it two boys. The Phantom Menace at two and a half boys. Revenge of the Sith with three boys. Fan, the The Force Awakens at three point five boys. Rouge one. Yeah, that's got to be a typo. <laughs> at four boys. And Return of the Jedi at 4.5 boys, then Empire Strikes Back, five boys, and A New Hope, five boys. Um, likes New Hope more than Empire. That's that's uh, unusual. And also apparently really hated Solo. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't realize that. I, guess. I didn't know anyone sure hated talked Solo. I Dorn about this. I'm surprised I didn't seriously see that coming. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. You didn't know that, huh? No, I did not know that. Um, I'm excited to see this movie, Rouge One. Wow, wait, so Dorn gave it in the end, uh, Rise of Skywalker, two boys. He 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 hated it the most out of any cool boy ever. Yeah, I know. Interesting. Well, let's go through his questions real quick and see if we can answer them. All right, so his first question is, why is the movie called The Rise of Skywalker? Marketing. It has nothing to do with the story. Marketing. Uh, I'm guessing it has something to do with Ben coming back and, and rising in the Skywalker bloodline because that's his legacy. He's a solo, not a Skywalker. But yeah, but he has obviously Skywalker blood in him. No, no. Blood goes men only. <laughs> You're right. I love when Marge says that she takes Homer's DNA too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> when you marry someone, you take everything, including their DNA. <laughs> including their DNA. Foliage. Uh, um, who are Palpatine's extended family, and when did all this happen? The Force. Okay, the yeah. Force did. The well, well uh, he either had a son or daughter. Uh, we don't really care. Daughter. Uh, it's daughter. Well, Jay, you said JJ said his daughter, right? I've seen other people saying son. Yeah, those people don't know. It's 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 been over and over again stated by um, those in the actual Star Wars, like Lucasfilms world, saying yeah, it's daughter. Well, then she shouldn't have any Force abilities because. Girls can't carry force. Come. Don't tell Ahsoka Tano that. She's barren. 
I love Ahsoka Tano. I, I love that you hate all those Clone War characters. I don't even know who Ahsoka is. I thought it was Ashoka. There's an H in there. Ahsoka Tano is, is, uh, is Anakin's. I've watched only the Clone Wars movie and then like the first episode of the TV show, but I, that's, I know of her. She's Anakin's yeah. whole, you know, Padawan. Uh, the next answer is also the Force, really. How did Palpatine do any of the things he does in the movie? Yeah, the Force. Oh, that really is the Force. I just literally think he just sprung that shit up from fucking, like, nothing. He conjured it out of thin air. Uh, why did Hux suddenly decide to go against the First Order? Because Kylo killed his boss. He hates Ben. He hates Ben Solo that fucking much. Yeah, exactly. And also, he, he just killed his the guy he thought he was working for, and then... Uh, Took control and then choked him. I guess, yeah, I guess Hux really saw himself as the next uh, uh, supreme leader and he just didn't get it. And so he's he's hating. Yeah. Uh, Finn's secret get being brought up then in your reveal. Uh, well, if you believe in the JJ cut, yeah. hashtag JJ cut, there was a whole scene there that was cut out of the movie. I don't believe the JJ cut rumors. I don't necessarily believe it either, but I believe that JJ probably had a few edits of this film. Yeah, of they course. probably didn't very much. Yeah, uh, and he also probably had a. I mean, there's no reason to assume that anyone would be pushing him out because they thought they knew better. Right. Um. The the editor did say that they had additional scenes with Rose, and the reason they did not use them. This could be t entirely bullshit. Um. The reason they did not use them is because they did not pass picture quality. Uh. With Leia, Leia was involved in. It was Rose and Leia talking, and because they did not work they weren't high quality enough uh images of leia in the scene they did not make the movie now that could be total bullshit it could be just the way they, they're saying that so they could cut rose out of the film who knows or yeah well no well, who would want rose sharon tate is a better character than rose tico is in rise of skywalker and sharon tate in uh, once upon a time in hollywood i mean not the actress who died not the actress who died and i really don't think that margot robbie had much to deal to work with there i think margot robbie is an amazing actress i don't think she had much to deal with and once upon a time. All right, moving forward. So many plot holes. Yeah. Did this movie even have a script was his next question. Yes, it definitely did have a script. Chris Terrio wrote it. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a movie that I did enjoy because I'm retarded. And I saw flashing lights and colors and... And I, I, I watched a movie like a lot of offensive things that like, you know, wowed me and gave me all the little tingles and fingles that I had from uh, nostalgia. But I do agree. It's it's massively flawed. Yeah, During holiday break, I was kind of like, ah, I have some time off. Maybe I'll, I'll go see it again. Never wanted to. What's the point? It's not going to hold up on a second viewing. It, it it doesn't, except I had the only thing that held up for me with watching it a second viewing was the second viewing is when I took my kids to go see it in theaters. Yeah. So it was the first Star Wars film they saw in theaters. No. Oh. And so for me, like, I didn't need to pay attention to it as much because I was more watching them and seeing their reactions. But um, I do agree with that. Like, if if I didn't have to do that, I would not have gone a second time. And when you listen to our spoiler cast, I had just seen it less than three hours prior to our spoiler cast yeah, the no. second time. So I did that out of necessity for the spoiler cast to go see it at least one more time as well kind of thing. So it's like two birds, one stone. But I really don't think I would have seen it a second time if I was not doing this. So Dorn, oh, I, and just mentioned his rankings. Yeah, Dorn has always told me uh, since we were kids and we bonded over Star Wars, um, A New Hope is his favorite. He loves it. And like he puts it above Empire. Uh, they, they've always been both five out of five boys for him. But A New Hope. Dorn, I, if I'm not mistaken, Dorn, you're really, 
I mean, you're into the obvious, you know, things, but he's really into the Death Star uh, sequence when they're in the Death Star and breaking up the prison and um, or doing the prison breakout. And like that's part of the movie that I find the slowest. And I think most people tend to find the slowest. But Dorn, I think if I recall right, you really enjoyed that. Are you asking what you're asking questions? Dorn, right back. Tell me if that was the part you enjoyed. If I remember our friendship right. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Well, cool boys. I don't think we can get any more Star Wars spoilery than that. Time to move on to our cool boy show topic is what I always fuck to say. Fuck to say. <laughs> All right. 2020 Golden Globes. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. No sweat. So cool. That's it. That's right. We're at the 2020 Golden Globes, the 77th Golden Globes. And before we get into the party, let's see what's happening on the red carpet here, folk. Let's check out some of the red carpet fashion. So Emma wrote us an email, Emma being my wife. Mm -hmm. Felk, would you humor me in, in reading my wife's email so I can jack off to your voice and pretending it's my wife? Uh, I'm not sure I, I want to be a part of that. Eh, whatever. Do it. Cool boys looking fresh. I, I don't understand. What, what part is the email? It's, in quotes, it says, there were some good boys fashion last night at the Golden Globes. Check it out. And then okay, she sends so she a, sent us a link. Let's check says, it out. It's an Esquire link. Yep. But this are, I, and I was like, wait, does Emma write for Esquire? That's pretty cool. But no, this article was written by Jonathan Evans. Yes. My wife does not write for Esquire, as far as I know. Uh, the best dressed men of the 2020 Golden Globes. Um, this will not work wait, for a. Wait, wait. She might be listening. Emma, you said there was some good boys fashion last night. Good boys? Did you mean cool boys? What the hell are good boys? <laughs> I don't, that, that's a movie we watched. I think she means that there, there were some good boy fashion. Oh, good boys fashion. Oh, I don't think I it's see. good boys fashion. I think it's good. I feel like boys she fashion. should have written there was some cool boys fashion last night. Well, these are all men. Well, I, I beg to differ. Let's get through. Uh, do we want to go through all fucking 40 people in here? Yeah, let's just do a like it, love it, or gotta have it for each, each person. But this, this is... They're just pictures. This is an audio. All right, Brad Pitt. He's Ooh. wearing a tux. So, Cool Boy Nation, go to Esquire as well if you want to see all the men's fashion from the uh, 2020 Golden Globes. Brad Pitt, I got to say, love it. I don't like it, and I don't got to have it. Chris Evans wearing a poop-colored suit. Uh, I, I do not like it, but I will give it a like it. Lisa, or well, just the boys here. Jason Momoa wearing. Wait, fuck! Uh, you're not rating any of these. Am I? Am I just doing it? I, I, I'll give uh, Brad Pitt a uh, like it. Yeah. Wait, are you? Were you using boys or like it? Love it, gotta have it. Just like it, love it, gotta have it. Chris Evans, I'll give him a like it. Uh, Jason Mos Mimosa, I'll give him a like it. Tony Shalhoub, have you done? Did you do Momoa? Jason Momoa, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a like it. Yeah. I like, it like it for Tony Shalib too. Uh, Taika yeah, Waititi. I like it because I don't like it. Uh, I like, actually, kinda, I'm going to give this one a, a love it because I like I like a white jacket with a dark uh, pants and dark shirt. Yeah, Taika's rocking this mustache right now too. I'm going to say love it. It's not a got to have it though for me. Adam Scott, wearing a very bland uh, Berluti tux. Yeah, and his head looks huge. But by the way, 
Rumor has it he has a giant head, so it doesn't help that your tux makes your head look bigger. I'm going to give it a like it. Uh, living gay Carl Arm, uh, Billy Porter. Uh, Who's Billy Porter? I don't know who this person Billy is. Billy Porter is somebody who walks into every room and screams, Look at me! Look at me! <laughs> Fabulous! He's just the most annoying person ever. He, I love it. I love it. I'm going to give him a... a, a I gotta have it. I gotta have this outfit. 90% of worldwide homophobia is because of people like Billy Porter, who seem to equate their sexuality with a de de deserving constant attention wherever they go because of their ridiculousness of their fashion and outfit choices. And the other 10% is called by um, Islam. Oh, um, yeah. I, I feel like actually it's probably it's actually prob those numbers are probably s swapped actually, but is it, what is it? Hair? Is it feathers? I can't tell. It's feathers. He's, his whole thing is showing up at, at, uh, red carpets dressed crazy. I don't know what he does. I honestly, do, if he's an actor, if he's, a I host, don't know, I, I don't, don't know. know. I only know him from showing up dressed ridiculous. Dude, type in Billy Porter on IMDb. Does he even show up? Nope. I'm not doing, I'm not doing any research into this. Yes. I love it. Okay. Next. Uh, we got Leo, the cap. Did you eat? What'd you give Billy Porter? I like it. Oh, uh, I'm not. I, I refuse to to rate Billy Porter as a, uh, a a man or a human being. He's basically just an art project at this point. All right. So Leo, Leo, I'm going to give him a like it. I, not, not his best. Yeah. It's the same as Adam Scott. Like it. And it, it, it accentuates his big head. We could slow down and have just this be our Golden Globe special. Yeah, I th we could also just super tear through that other fucking list and not even talk about it. Honestly, this is better content, even though we can't. It doesn't. Tra it's fun to do, even though it doesn't so, translate to audio. Spoiler! Ha spoiler has it that um, I didn't watch the Golden Globes on Sunday, <laughs> okay. and I don't know who actually won. So for me, reading them tonight might be the only way I find out who won because I don't give a shit about the Golden Globes and what the Hollywood Foreign Press believes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, we got next. Andrew Scott, uh, who I like quite a bit as an actor. He's a great Moriarty, Moriarty even though it took me a while to warm up to him. You're going to love him in Fleabag. I haven't watched Fleabag. Have you watched Fleabag? No, my wife has. She says season two is awesome. Hmm. I, haven't, I don't have plans to watch Fleabag. Uh, I didn't like him as much as his Bond like sort of villain. I thought that, that performance was weak, but he's good as uh, uh, Moriarty. I don't like his outfit, though. I'll give him a like it. I, yeah, like I don't like his outfit either. It's it's a like it for me. All right. Well, if anyone should look good in a fucking tuxedo, it's Daniel Craig. And he does. And he doesn't look that great. I, I mean, it's fine, but I like that tux. The tux from Casino Royale is good. Like yeah. they, they make a point of being like, this is a man in a tux. Dude, the fucking cover good. and the poster was him walking out of the fucking casino wearing the tux and like having it just perfectly the, flap yeah, open with the bow tie undone. Yes, with the bow tie, because he just fucked. Yeah, well, no, because he's uh, just did the action sequence, or he's about to go to the action sequence. He's oh, is that when chase. he's running out of the car, out yeah, of yeah. the car to, to to save his life from being poisoned? I enter. Well, no, he's not wearing a tux in that scene, is he? When he gets uh, when he go, goes after Vesper. No, no, no. When he's poisoned, he goes. To, he has a tux. Great, great, yeah, what a great scene. All right. Um, uh, I actually like Daniel Craig in this tux. Uh, it's not too much white collar area. It's a nice fitted jacket. Still going to say love it because it's just a simple tux. Yeah. We got Elton John and husband David Furnish. 
Ooh, give me David Furnish's jacket any day. I'll give him a like it. I mean, I, I, I'm boring. I love it just because, I mean, I, I have, how can you hate Elton John at this point, you know? Yeah, Elton looks good. He's got ruffled uh, tux a little bit, ruffled with a white shirt. So I'm going to say love it for Elton. And I'll I'm going to say it. gotta have it for David Furnish. He, oh, yeah, he's got Mark Ruffalo. I just noticed the rocket pin on, on, on Elton's uh, lapel. I, you know what? I'll give him a love it for the, 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 the cleverness there. Ooh. Ooh, the next best thing is coming up. An uh, unofficial cool boy. Eddie Murphy. <gasps> and Paige Butcher. Yeah, he's got a hot white wife. Paige Butcher is a gotta have it for sure. And Eddie Murphy is a gotta have it. Turtleneck? No, no, I don't like turtlenecks. Smoking jacket? I love it. I don't like turtlenecks. It's, it's not a smoking jacket because it's, it's too short, but um, it, it is just a velvet blazer. But like I, the lapels are bowing way too much. Oh, those lapels are fucking for a robe, man. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it's it's not right. Um, I love it. Next, we got uh, upcoming Bond villain Rami Malek. <gasps> Who, by the way, I, I keep I keep wanting to say this. Um, I think he's going to be Doctor No. He looks so much like Doctor No to me in the few shots from the trailer. Was Doctor No involved with Spectre? I forget. Yes, he was. In fact, I, yes, he was. I'll be okay. I'll be fine with that. I guess they're not revealing his name. Um, I don't like the outfit. Uh, the tie is too short. Or, or sorry, too too uh, too narrow, too narrow. Yeah, and there's also Lucy Boynton. Um, I don't like her silver tinfoil dress and his suit tie uh, tux situation. You know, it's like something you wear to a funeral. Yeah, I, I do. I do like just a velvet blazer as a tux uh, outfit. In fact, that's how I've always done tuxes: is velvet blazer and a Love black, tie, an actual long, long black tie. Because I do not do bow ties, um, but. The tie is too narrow. The, the the waist seems too high. It just looks wrong. The tie is too long, too, for me. No. Okay, I'm going to give a like it for both Lucy and Rami. Okay. We're only on. rating the boys. Um, Adam Driver. Kylo Ren himself. Uh, wearing Burberry. I'll give it a love it. I'm going to say Classic tux. like it. It's a simple tux. It's, uh, it's nice. It's a nice tux. But, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, its proportions are, are good. Yeah, but like it because it's just whatever. And Joanne Tucker, uh, what her her gift wrap looking like like dress. It's a little weird. I don't know. Not into either one of them. Like it for both. Uh, a, a twofer. Joaquin what? Phoenix and Taron Egerton. Are they dating? No, uh, Walking Phoenix is dating uh, R- Romy, Roni, uh, the Giants owner's billionaire daughter. Uh, Mitra? No, it's not Mitra. Mara, Mara, Rooney Mara. Mara. Yes. Rona Mitra. Uh, yes, Rona Mitra is a different person. And Taryn Egerton Should is be dating her. fine. Yeah, they're both wearing the, a tux. Uh, T- Terrence has got the little pinstripe thing down the side of the leg. Like I'm it. not too much of a fan of for uh, something like this. So Han Solo like had that, you know. Solo did, but that's okay in a fucking galaxy far, far away. Yeah, It's too wedding. They both look like they're going to a wedding. I don't know. Like it. Yeah, uh, I, I don't, I, I'll, I'll give them both a like it. There was a whole thing to the, on Twitter where Stella McCartney, who may or may not be Paul McCartney's wife, I can't remember, um, tweeted something about like oh phoenix is only wearing the same custom tux for all award seasons no wasted materials for the environment and everyone's making fun of uh well both of them because uh uh that's a that's a very let them eat cake uh it is although the entire if you don't know what happened in the golden globes the entire thing was fucking let them eat cake so or actually no let them eat bugs and live in pods 
because it's they really talk about that shit during the Golden Globes. Yes, the entire Golden Globes was about the environment this year and abortion. Interesting. All right. So speaking of the environment, do we have any big mountains coming up? <laughs> big pair of Latin tits of <laughs> Sofia Vergara, uh, Dayton course. Uh, she's bearding Joe Mangiliano. Yeah, he, I'm going to give a like it. I don't really care if it sucks at all. She, I'm going to give a gotta have it. Va, 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 voom. I'm not rating women. That's sexist. I'll rate the men. That's fine. Uh, Joe Mangiliano. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, he's got a vest. It's a three piece tux. It's an ugly vest, honestly. Bow tie's too big. Way too big. Uh, we got Noah, director Noah Bombach. Yeah, he reminds me of like looking at some like Roman Polanski images from the 70s right now. I don't really care for it. Like it. Yeah, like it. I don't even know why Brett Gelman's on this list. I love Brett Gelman and I love that he went with like a charcoal colored tux. Yeah, uh, I like it. Mark Duplass again. Why are you even there? I'm going to say love it for Brett. Gelman. Actually, I like the outfit a lot, actually. I'll give it a like it still, though. Uh, yeah, Mark Duplass like it. I don't really care for it. It looks like he's going to be serving me food there. I don't know who Barry Jenkins is or why he's wearing a test pattern. That, that's a that's a like it at best. Yeah, that's a like it. That's too artsy. Uh, is he intentionally wearing a suit that will fuck up the V lines uh, of, of the camera? Is like is that the point? Yeah, it's called the Moray suit. Yeah, the Moray, yeah, Moray effect. Oh, we're almost done. We got the entire Brosnans. Dylan Brosnan, Keely Shea Smith, Pierce Brosnan, oh. and Paris Brosnan. Wow. Uh, who's a man? Wait. What the fuck? Which one's Paris and which one's Pierce? I mean, Dylan, sorry. Pierce which is the, is, is, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I think, I don't know. I do not know which one's Dylan and which one's Pierce. Uh, Paris is a boy's name? Well, I'm guessing that's a boy on the left. Or the right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the a person on the right might have tits. I'm not sure. I mean, this is our second James Bond to, uh, frankly, not impress me with his talks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give them all a like it. I'm just nothing special here. No, Actually, no. I take that back. Keely Shea Smith has got a nice, deep cut on her fucking cleavage. I am going to give her a gotta have it. But yeah. everyone else with the name of Bronson is getting a like it. Brosnan. Bronson. <laughs> I guess that's uh, Pierce's wife. Whatever. Pierce is fine. Pierce is always fine. All right, we got another list now. An honorable mention, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, it's just one. Oh, yes. Yeah, so she said that she wanted us to also uh, review his for some reason. So let's look at him. It's a ridiculous blue suit. It's a, a beautiful blue, blue, blue suit. It's that cobalt blue. Um, I'm just going to give it a like it. I don't really care for it. I don't know. I like, I like, uh, D&G uh, as people, but or whichever one's the cool one. Rooney Mara, she's the next one on the list. Check it out. If you go right? If you go right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what is she doing? Wait, who is she dating again? You just mentioned it. Joaquin. Yikes. Hmm? That must be a weird car ride. I guess. I'm really rich and my daddy owns a lot of stuff. I really don't care. <laughs> you know, like over and over again. I don't know what I don't know what Fincher sees in her. Honestly, I think she's fine, but uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't quite get it. Her and Kate both irk me because they just seem like rich kids who are just trying out something for fun. Yeah, Army Hammer at least seems like he's actually full force, like going at it. Yeah, he is really rich. 
And he's really rich. Yeah, he, he, his his grandpa created Arm and Hammer. It's not a joke. His name is Army Hammer. No, yeah, Arm and Hammer was created by a guy named Army Hammer, and he's like Army Hammer the fourth or something. I think. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And he fucking goes all at it for uh, Call Me by Your Name. I'm sure he does. I haven't seen it. It's a great movie. It's I haven't seen movie. any of the movies we're about to discuss. I mean, except a handful. Oh! Felk, well, let's go inside. Ooh, ah, it's so beautiful in here. Oh, now we're here at the 2020 Golden Globes. 77th Golden Globes. Beverly Hilton. And fast forward to the, tonight, later tonight. Oh, winners. Felk, I have, I have no idea any of these winners. Do you know how the show started? No. Okay, so Ricky Gervais called them all fucking idiots. He called out Tim Cook horribly. I mean, greatly. It was awesome. But uh, what did he say? his seven-minute speech, you haven't seen the opening monologue or know anything about Dude, it? I have literally been far too busy to watch the Golden Globes these last three days. I mean, he did, he did, he, he did like silly jokes, you know, like, oh, and sort of says he's short. And uh, DiCaprio dates really, really young women. Uh, but he, he ended the monologue, uh, he, he segued really hard cause he, he talked about like Tim Cook being there because Apple now is in the TV business, uh, and, and how their show is about whatever the, the morning show is about, you know, treating people ethic, ethically and with respect, uh, a show about that made by a company that uses sweatshops in China. And then he just like went off, like you all pretend to be woke, but, uh, the companies you work for are fucking horrible. Like what Apple does and what Amazon does and what Disney does. Uh, if, if the, if ISIS started a streaming service, you'd all be calling your agents. Uh, he made a joke about uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, not killing himself. And then everybody, oh my groaned. God, all that shit that was, that was released on 60 minutes that same time. I know about that shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. But but I mean, as it was breaking, he made like a Epstein didn't kill himself joke. Everyone groaned. He's like, oh, shut up. I know he's your friend, but you're, you're just upset that you had to make your own way here. You had to fly your own planes here. Um, he oh. uh, and then he went on a whole thing where the Express. he went on a tirade where at the very end where he was like, uh, if, if you do win, come up here, say thank you. Thank your agent. Thank your God. And get get off. Don't make don't use the time to make a, a stupid political speech because most of you have no idea what it's like to be a real person uh, and have uh, less education than Greta Thunberg. And and uh, you have no right to lecture people or tell them how they should think. You know, and then later there was wine, like a lot of he did a Weinstein joke and everybody groaned and then said, uh, shut up. You all work for him. I didn't work for him. You all did. Uh, it's wow. like, he, wait. Are these groans that are kind of like, uh, have you not seen the, or just, just look up, um, Tom Hanks, Ricky Gervais, golden globes and look at the Jeff. No, I will not. Okay. I will not because it will eat up my bandwidth. Like he was giving me like this face. Oh wait, is it just a GIF? Is that what you mean? It's a Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll look it up real quick. Hang on. Yeah. I thought you meant like watch like a seven minute joke. No, no. Just watch the, Just look for the reaction shot for Tom Hanks, Jeff. It's a meme now. It's a meme now. This one? There you go. Yeah, that's that good it? enough. Yeah. And of course, f well, for the most part, most people did not make political speeches. A lot of them did uh, bring up Australia and throw in that it is climate change. It, climate change is what's causing it. Yeah. Um, of course, they've arrested like 200 arsonists uh, and charged 24 of them so far. So 
might have something more to do with people deliberately starting fire. Their names were climate and change over and over again. Their names and photos not really being released. And it kind of makes me wonder if there's a reason there might be some kind of symmetry going on there uh, with the... Uh, the names, but now they, they really wanted to make it about climate change. One of the fucking stupid things was that the globes was the meal was vegan because in, in because of the environment, uh, animals are bad for the environment. That's why people who eat extravagant dinners that cost several times what our cars do will uh, want us to eat fucking bugs and oh, live in pods. Fuck. I fucking love Meher Tatna. Okay, she's the best, dude. Who? And you're constantly trashing her right now. Who's who's Mayor Tatna? Mayor Tatna is the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and she's incredibly important. Okay, she's one of their key people. What are you bringing that up for? Because you're trashing her right now by saying that she wanted to have a vegetarian only. Oh, was it her decision? It must have been. I don't know. I don't care. I would have brought KFC if I was there, but I'm never gonna be there. She's starred in four things, just so you know. She starred in Fallout 4, the video game. She voiced Dr. Amari. What the fuck are you talking about? This is a woman? This is a woman. She was in The Simpsons as an episode as a various Indian women for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Galore. Okay. And she was a producer for eight different Golden Globes, or I should say uh, six Golden Globes, and then one Arrival special and one Red Carpet special. Hmm. So yeah, she's a uh, she's she's a Hollywood foreign press. I mean, there was a major That's fallout it. to the the Ricky uh, stuff. Uh, well, they said that the last few times that he like was on there, and they were like, "Ricky Gervais is going too far. We'll never bring him back." Yeah, and most people did make political speeches. The the ones where uh, Michelle Williams uh, talked about abortion in in a way that makes people who support abortion look bad. Um, Michelle Williams, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, unintentionally. She's obviously is very, uh, she's obviously very, trying to give a pro-choice speech, but it's like, what does that accomplish? We all know you're pro-choice. Like, she didn't have anything unique to say outside of, she came out saying, like, she had an abortion, and that's why she, she got to be famous, is she wouldn't have been able to if she wouldn't have been able to, to have an abortion early on, which is, uh, which is fine, Uh to say it's just a, a weird thing to go forward with after somebody already let out the whole you're going to look like an idiot if you make a political speech here because there's no point to it. Nobody cares what you think. I feel like the Golden Globes have become and this is like over the last few years, honestly, I feel like they've become like this just stage just to like get wasted on after dinner, which was a lot of the celebrities do. I mean, one of the greatest things you can do is go watch old Golden Globes with Harrison Ford. And watch how wasted he is on fucking stage. Yeah. But but the other thing they've become, especially in the last few years, is a place to like just kind of get your 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 political opinion out there and like, you know, get your movement going or whatever, or help start something or help be part of something. And it kind of just it falls flat. Yeah, because there are no new m movements. Like, there's there's nothing new to add. Like, yeah, there was some movie, I can't remember what it was, where they had, like, an actor that they were, like, trying to up up. And they're like, hey, you got to also make sure you get your new, you know, charity. Here's a list of charities that haven't been taken up yet. And it's, like, all shitty charities. What fucking movie was that? Oh, God damn it. I can't remember. But it was, it was hilarious. I was like, oh, yeah, because that's probably, like. The reality, when you get your agent, they're like, here's what you got to do. You got to fucking do this. All these celebrities already have these really good charities. You can only do the shitty ones. 
All right, let's let's go down the list of winners. How, how do you want to do this? You want me to read them all? And, and yes, read it, and I'll just say like it, love it, gotta have it to the winner. And now I I haven't seen any of these names. I literally don't know fucking any of this shit. All right, winning for best motion picture. I guess we're starting at the the, the end of the show and moving back to the beginning. Uh, best motion picture drama, uh, nineteen seventeen one. Gotta have it. That's awesome. Are you want me to read the nominees? No. Are they worth it? No. Nope. I mean, maybe there's something interesting to talk about there. Joker was nominated. Hang on. I'll look at the list, I guess. All right. The nominees were Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, and The Two Popes. That'd take me long. Yeah, maybe only read the nominees for anything important, like a best picture actor or something like that, or actress. But well, they're all important. There's no, like, best motion, like, sound design or anything. Okay. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they don't air those anymore. No. Um, I didn't see The Two Popes. Have you seen it? No. I haven't seen any of these except Joker. So wait, the two popes of marriage story are both on Netflix, right? Uh, they're, they're yeah, they're, yeah, everything's Netflix except 1917. Joker, Joker. 1917, and 1917 just squeaked in there too. I mean, it got released at the end of the year. All right, that's awesome. I, I love it. Uh, gotta have it. Joker, I'm surprised. Wow, I had, I honestly didn't even know what the nominated films were. I haven't paid attention to any of this shit. It blew me away when Noli texted us on Sunday, and then you were like, "Oh, you're at the Golden Globes." Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, the Golden Globes are fucking on? That's no, I crazy. texted, I forgot about the Golden Globes. I missed the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, minutes. something like that. Yeah. And then yeah, I, yeah. I did not prepare for that in any way. I was just like, wow. Usually I get kind of prepared for an award show, and I just did not give a shit. This Nobody year. cares anymore. Just, Nobody fucking nope. cares anymore. The, 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 the curtain's been lifted. We know the emperor has no clothes now. We know that the movie industry <laughs> is bullshit. Yeah. Biggest movie company in the world bought the biggest movie franchise in the world for six billion dollars and they just gave it to people without any plan. We know there's no point now. Yeah, but you know what? Marvel's made twenty two billion dollars to date. But then Martin Scorsese says he said those aren't movies. They're theme park attractions. Doesn't matter. Twenty two billion dollars to date. Every single MCU film release is oh uh, uh, adds up to twenty two billion dollars to date. That means essentially each film has made a billion dollars. That's not how it actually works. But that's crazy to think that they made $22 billion off of Marvel. That's almost more than Transformers, Star Wars, and Harry Potter combined, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. It's not like. All right. So, what's the best motion picture, musical, or comedy? Uh, the winner was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It beat Dolomite uh, is My Name, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, and Rocket Man, which is not a comedy, but is a musical. Really? Knives Out was nominated? I don't know why. I mean, I didn't see it. I, the only one of these I've see seen it. is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Rocket Man, I'm kind of surprised also that was nominated, but Knives Out, I, I didn't realize it was supposed to be that good. I heard it was okay. Eh. I didn't realize it was supposed to be that good. It's got all the Once actors Upon a Time in, in Hollywood might be the best film on this list that I've seen. But it's the only film I saw on this list that I've seen. I like Joker more. Dolomite is my name. I heard is amazing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I plan to watch it. And Jojo Rabbit, Noli swears that's amazing. Noli's opinions on movies are kind of irrelevant to me at this point. Best actor in a motion picture, drama. Drama. Uh, big surprise, Joaquin Phoenix won for Joker. He beat Christian Holy Bale. Holy shit. For Ford wow. v. Ferrari. Uh, Wait, yeah. Antonio Banderas uh, for Pain and Glory. Adam Driver for Mara Story and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Okay, of course, out of all of those, it's going to be Joaquin for Joker, I guess. Yeah. Because I don't see Christian Bale ever getting it. Has he ever won a Golden Globe or an Oscar? He has not won an Oscar. Yeah, he won a Golden Globe for uh, 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 Vice last year. Oh, wait, and didn't he win an Oscar for Fighter? 
Uh, was that a Golden Globe for the fighter? I don't remember. I know he won something for Vice because he that was when he thanked Satan. Okay, but he definitely won. I think for the fighter something as well. Okay, maybe never mind. But Joaquin, that's good. Joker, wow, that's awesome. Best actress in a motion picture drama. Uh, Renee Zellweger won for Judy. She beat uh, Cynthia Erivero for Harriet and Sarajo for Marriage Story. Sharsha Ronan for Little Women. Sersha. And uh, Charlie Theron for Bombshell. I, I haven't seen Ooh. any of these movies, nor do I ever plan to see any of them. I want to see Marriage Story and Bombshell I'll probably see because uh, there's a lot of hot babes in that movie. Um <laughs> But Renee Zellweger, I'm going to say uh, like it. Uh, the War should have gone to Charlize Theron in Bombshell because she's super hot. Have you been rating them all? I'm just saying like it and love it. Oh. Got to have it. Uh, best actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Uh, Taron Egerton won for uh, Rocket Man. He beat wow. Daniel Craig for Knives Out. Uh, huh. I think the kid from Jojo Rabbit, Roman Griffin Davis. Leo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time. And Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name. I'm gonna say like it because I literally, I mean, I guess I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so Leo, but like I don't really, I didn't think it was that great. Yeah, best actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Uh, Aquafina won for The Farewell. Mm. She beat super hot Ana de Armas for Knives Out. Uh, That's a spoiler. Beanie, what? That's kind of a spoiler that uh, Ana de Armas is nominated for Best Actress and Daniel Craig is nominated for Best Actor for Knives Out. Then my guess is they're the she ones and who him are die. both bad or he turns bad and she's the hero in the end. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but uh, if she's good. I don't know the story to Knives Out. Neither that's, do I. That's my guess. I haven't seen any of these movies. Be- yeah. Beanie Fieldstein, Jonah Hill's sister for Booksmart. Uh, is em- she really? Yeah. Emma Thompson for Late Night. It's an Amazon movie. And Kate Blanchett for Where'd You Go, Bernadette? I don't know. I Fuck. guess I say like it for Aquafina. Kate Blanchett is always my number one, but Ana de Armas is hot as hell. Remember when like Titanic won Best Picture and everybody mm-hmm. had seen it? I hadn't. You hadn't seen Titanic? I not when not when it won Best Picture. No, no. I had. I saw it later when it was released on VHS. I saw it. You didn't see it in theaters? No. Oh, man, you owe yourself a theater screening of Titanic. Well, I practically have that and more now at home, you know. Have you watched it properly the with a experience? Yeah, yeah. Have you watched it properly on a big screen? I've watched Blu-ray? it in 3D. Nice. Okay, that's pretty good. I've watched it in uh, in full blacked out room, 7.1 surround sound, 3D, by myself with some popcorn. That's pretty good. That's, that's good enough, I guess. Then. Best actor in a supporting role and or motion picture. Or whatever. Brad Pitt won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, wait. So best supporting in, in Golden Globes, they don't do drama or music, right? Correct. Supporting okay. just gets both categories. All right. So Tom Hanks, Pacino, Anthony Hopkins, Joe Pesci, Irishman. Oh, wow. You know, I actually might have given this to Joe Pesci over uh, Brad Pitt. Um, I'll give it a like it. I thought Brad Pitt was okay, but Joe Pesci and the Irishman was actually kind of cool. Oh, Al Pacino was actually really good in the Irishman. Uh, I take that back. I think Pacino would be my favorite out of all of these. It's a supporting role for a bitch uh, in a motion picture. <laughs> Those bitches. Uh, Laura Dern. For The Last Jedi? One for a marriage story. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I heard she's really good in that. I don't know, I fucking care. I haven't seen any of these movies. Isn't Laura Dern a doctor? I don't Is she? I think she might have a doctorate. Uh, Kathy Bates, Annette Benning, Jennifer Lopez, Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Oh, my God. Give me Margot Robbie, Bombshell, or Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers. I haven't I've seen any of these movies. Hustlers. I've seen some of Hustlers, and 
holy shit, whichever Lopez does with clothing on is like X rated. Huh? Well, you're going to have something to say about this one. I assume best picture motion, best (gasps) motion picture animated missing link. Beat Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, The Lion King, and oh. Toy Story 4. I, what? So wait, they they qualified The Lion King as an animated film. Accurately. That is very accurate, but that was a big uh, contest that Disney was putting out there, if I'm not mistaken, by the creators of the film as well. That they were like saying, like, it's not an animated movie, but it, it is. is. It is. Yeah, I know it is. I, I mean, I, you, you don't, uh, the foreign press doesn't decide what movies are. You have to submit four categories so they so did disney okay. submitted for the lion king for, for animated frozen 2 is good i thought it, frozen 2 was better than missing link missing link wasn't that great oh how to train your dragon 3 that's was the best awesome. one that's the best that's the best here oh that actually made me like teary at the end toy story 4 no, yeah. was garbage the lion king okay the lion king released in 20 fucking 19 was garbage it was garbage. Yeah, it, it was it's it's an experiment i don't understand what disney's doing it doesn't seem like it it it's a way to make movies. No, I, I think, yeah, it's 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 them having fun with a lot of money. Missing Link was well-crafted, but I was kind of bored watching that with my kids. Um, I've seen everything on here. This is the first, the first category I know everything. I'm going to say, um, like it for Missing Link, I would have given it to How to Train Your Dragon in a heartbeat. I've only seen How to Train Your Dragon. It's by far the best. But I feel qualified to review The Lion King because I've seen enough clips and I've seen The Lion King. It's also a million times worse than the Lion King that was released in like 93 or whatever. And I've seen every Toy Story except four. And I feel like if everyone says four is the worst and they do that, there's, I mean, three wasn't really even that good. Anyways, <gasps> Felk four did give us something Forky? that's so amazing. It gave us Forky, which Forky was introduced in three, though. No, he wasn't. He was introduced in four. I thought he was at the very end of Toy Story three. I don't think so. Isn't, doesn't he show up at the very end where, like, the little sister makes a, a, a fork and that's how the movie ends? Is Forky going like, what am I? I don't think so. I thought three just ended with uh, Woody and all of them watching Andy drive down the street as they, as they get played with by uh, Bonnie. Yeah, and Bonnie is like, I made a toy or whatever. And it's like, it's Forky. That's how four starts. Toy story. Three. Because there's like three or four different shorts or five no, three shorts maybe and two specials where there's no Forky that take place with Bonnie. There's the Summer Vacation one. There's the Small Fry one. There's Partysaurus Rex. And then there's Toy Story of Terror and, and uh, Toy Story of the Time Forgotten. None of those have Forky in them. And they okay. all take place. I guess maybe Forky's not at the end. I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah. No, Toy Story 4 is from is Forky. He gave that to us for Forky. And on top of that. Forky asks a question, which we're doing a spoiler cast for next week. Yeah. We're reviewing all of the Forky asks a question. And I am going to read a variety the Hollywood Reporter article about how Forky, by being a white fork, is a uh, embodiment of whiteness. And whiteness is a problem in the Toy Story franchise. And I am going to read that article to my children that same night for bedtime. Because they love Forky asked the question. A very white fork. <laughs> he is. Oh, how dare they ever fucking use something that's actually real and 
commonly used on a daily basis. Mm. I mean, yeah, they could have gone with a slightly yellowish beige one because they have those the biodegradable ones. But uh, spoilers for the end of the article. The, the, well, no, no, I, I won't. I won't spoil the end of the article. The end of the article Don't is spoil hilarious. It. Uh, okay, but good. but more so that the the writer uh, complains that, that you know it's fine if you have lily white children, they'll love the white fork Forky and love the merchandise created for Forky. But if you're a young black girl, how are you going to relate? to Forky because he's white. <laughs> uh, and the first thing I thought was, wait, are there fucking Forky toys? How does Disney merchandise that? It's just a spork with a fucking pipe cleaner around. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, Felk, there's two other characters in Toy Story 4 that are literally plushes that you win at a fucking carnival. So they're supposed to be the worst quality plush ever, right? Yeah. They market those for kids. My son wanted both of them for Christmas or for his birthday or something. So we bought it for him. So he has them. He has plush toys that are carnival-grade quality plush toys because they were characters in a Toy Story film. It's genius. Toy Story 4 has three different characters that are the cheapest fucking things they could ever make. But do they sell Forkies? Yes, we have a Forky. We have a Forky Funko. You can buy for money something that is intentionally looking like something that was made yes. with disposable things that cost nothing. Oh, yeah. And, well, yeah. But everything isn't, you know, disposable. It's not, you know, it's not a real uh, uh, pipe cleaners. No, it's a high quality spork. It's not an eaten spork. Yeah. And it's not, yeah, it's, and it's uh, not real googly eyes. They're better than that. And it's not a uh, gum or whatever putty as, as his base for his feet. I want to see your, you brought, you brought wedge. And fucking Porkins. You want to see it? I want to see Forky. Well, he's not going to be right behind you. It's probably in a kid's room or something. All right, he's getting Forky. Everybody, hold on. I want to see what a $17 spork with googly eyes and and pipe cleaners that was probably made by China in a uh, horrible sweatshop and sold at a massive profit by the not-at-all-evil company, Disney. (laughs) Yeah, what was it? Maybe ten bucks. Was it? Maybe it was. A, you have it. 10 bucks. Hey, so that was ten dollars. Wow. And it says Bonnie on the bottom. Wow. You know, and it's got his little buttons and whatnot, his little face, and one eye bigger than the other. Yeah, what's the face supposed to be made out of? Toothpaste or what? Um, I think that's like some kind of like like I've never really seen it to be honest, but I think it's like a kid crafting hmm. kind of um putty glue-ish thing that they have that they play with and his arms are not bendable that one no this is because this is a funko pop they sell bigger versions of this like legit versions that look more like forky oh yeah yeah funko pops is a uh, disgusting they come with you know attachable parts and stuff and you can change them around i'm sure yeah there's a comic book shop near me um a high-end comic book shop and they're like now accepting pre-orders for the baby yoda funko pop Delivery is expected in September 2020. I'm like, are you fucking wow. kidding me? People are putting. Dude, see, that's like that's like Tesla level of crazy. Like, I, I just it's like buying a Tesla. Like, hey, put fifty thousand dollars down now. It was twenty. And maybe you'll get a car. <laughs> like, it was twenty dollars. And in nine months, or we'll, we'll ship you a fucking distort, disfigured version of a product made by Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of uh, uh, money to, to throw around, I guess, to buy Forkies instead of making them <laughs> at home. <laughs> well, it's just the fact that that was, I'm sure, it has a made in China sticker on the bottom of it. Oh, let's check. And well, I, I, Funkos, I don't know if they're made in China, but let's find out. 
Well, I don't. I, I'm assuming Funko is pro- not owned by Disney. I think Funko is owned in Vietnam. Felk. Oh wow. It ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no I fortunate, fortunate son. No. Uh, all right. Cool. So some folks are born silver. Sp- <laughs> I just want to sing the song we'll now. We'll discuss more Forky next week because we have a lot to say on Forky, obviously. Yeah, we can abandon the Golden Globes also. Well, what's the, I actually I, I do want to know this next one, the foreign language. Parasite. That's awesome. I really want to see that. Um, I think that director is a fantastic director. The other things were The Farewell, Les Miserables, Pain and Glory, Parasite. Yeah, Parasite was on there twice? I, 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 whoever made this list uh, has a lot of mistakes. I've noticed several, I, but I, I yeah, because I, I I just copy pasted someone else's list because I did not want to see it. Where'd you where'd you get the where'd you get the list from? Uh, Dark Horizons. I just copy pasted from Dark Horizons. Well, there's been a couple. I've, I mean, I'm trying to look back up, but there was there was I noticed Lisa Swum. It's for V Ferrari, not Ford versus Ferrari. At least for one. Uh, I think my name was spelled wrong too. Okay, so all right, so that was foreign language. Oh, best directors next. Sam Mendes for 1917. Yeah. So Parasite, I gotta say, I gotta love it. 1917 i gotta have it i gotta own it have you seen it i i fucking love this movie have you seen it oh yes you saw i really it's only been out for like a week i don't live too far from san francisco oh you went to you you actually seen 1917 yeah yeah limited release and stuff yeah Hmm. i haven't seen it um it was great only i've seen once upon a time in hollywood and uh joker for todd phillips i saw the irishman once upon a time and joker did not see parasite want to see parasite badly uh, 1917 is 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 a incredible feat of filmmaking, and it has to be seen in theaters. We should do a spoiler cast about it. I don't care about World War One. I'm just gonna say yeah, it. it's not that. You should see it to see how how the craft of filmmaking can be done today when like handled like by a fucking prowess, like a fucking master. Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? It's too confusing. Americans always. Okay, moving forward, best screenplay. Uh yeah, uh, Scorsese or uh, Tarantino won this for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They just this doesn't list the actual names of the people who wrote the movies. Yeah, it doesn't matter, I guess. Right. Uh, I I uh, love it. It was fun. Okay, score best score. Yeah, um, kind of a hot chick actually. She was she was she's an attractive woman. Uh, did the score for Joker. She also did the score for. Uh, Chernobyl. I, she's a uh, very foreign name. I'll never pronounce it correctly. She's hot though. She's not bad looking. What's her name? Look. Tell me. Tell me. I'll look her up. Joker. Uh, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Google this. Hildur. Yeah. Just just search. Just search Joker score. I am never gonna spell pronounce that right. Guandotier. Hildur. She's hot. She's not bad. Hang on, let me go some other images. Yeah, her name is crazy. That is some fucking, that is some Norwegian type shit. Something. Yeah, she's not bad. No. She cleans up nice. I give her, an, I give her a, a, a strong seven. Okay, cool. Well, I don't remember Joker score, um, but uh, very well. But I do remember it's strings. It felt it's all very strings. Tense. It's all strings. Uh, nineteen seventeen is the only other thing I saw. Uh, yeah, I guess Joker. Good. Uh, I'll go love it for that. That was good. Uh, best original song. Uh, I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man. Beat uh, okay. the Taylor Swift song from Cats. Spirit from Lion King. Stand up from Harriet and your Ballard's favorite. Into <gasps> the Unknown from Frozen Two. 
I thought Into the Unknown had uh, Oscar written all over it. This isn't Oscars, but uh, I'm surprised that Rocky Man won. Um, yeah, well, it's Elton. Spirit from The Lion King is garbage. <laughs> it's a terrible song. All right, do we want to do TV? Because we can just do movies. Uh, yeah, we can just do movies. Is TV that's left? It's all TV. I mean, technically, there's motion picture televisions, but. All right, well, then just simply say, and that's that for. Oh, wait. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Okay, yeah. Fuck that. Oh, wait, is, is there something in there that's good? Because it's like Netflixy or something, maybe? Well, see, now now um, it's only when they're broken out in parts, like uh, Chernobyl was, that they still count as a... Uh, they, they changed the rules. Because previously, a, a two-hour HBO movie would have to win for uh, uh, limited series like or, or television special. But now, thanks to Netflix changing the rules, um, an HBO movie... Or a Netflix movie can count as a movie. Wow. I Okay, so I'm just looking right now. I, I actually just perused the uh, television list because we were about to skip it. Um, I haven't seen anything. No, I haven't. Wa- I don't watch any shit. of these shows. I I mean, obviously, other than Game of Thrones. But uh, Game of Thrones wasn't even in uh, the best television series drama. I, I guess they weren't. No, uh, Kit Harington got a nomination. He didn't win. That was the only nomination for Game of Thrones. So, yeah, so television series drama is Succession, HBO, right? Like it, I guess, whatever, don't know. Best performance by an actor in television series drama, Brian Cox, Succession. Again, so Succession, I guess, is a TV show I should be watching. I don't want to watch it. I am. Uh, my wife watches The Crown. She likes it. So that was the best actress in television series drama, Olivia Coleman. Yeah, that's the that's the, the yeah the third season or whatever when they swap when they swapped the the hot chick with the uh, Olivia Coleman. That's how the, the with the not the hot queen. chick. And then uh, best uh, musical or comedy TV series is Fleabag. That's, I think, a given, right? Everyone expected that. I mean, everyone talked about that around the office. Yeah. Um, I, I, I still can't the, figure out if Phoebe Waller-Bridge is attractive or not. I think she is. Mm. I think she is. I think she's the kind that when she cleans up, she doesn't maybe look as attractive as she does when she's kind of dressed down. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, Fleabag, I'll give it a, a gotta have it. I do plan on watching it at some point. Uh Olivia Coleman, I'll give it a like it. Rami Youssef won for Rami in a best performance of an actor in a musical or comedy. I I never I never saw that. I didn't even know that existed. So I like it, I guess. Yeah, no, no one did. That was the joke. Uh, best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy was Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag. So gotta have it because I'll check it out at some point. I guess I, I'm, I'm not right. gonna watch Fleabag. Now, Felk, we got through that garbage. Let's actually at least talk about a few of these more important ones here at the end. Yeah, okay. Television. Sure. Best television limited series or motion picture made for television, but not really because they don't do that anymore. Uh, they have to be actual episodes now. Uh, Catch 22 for Hulu. Hulu. I think uh, Clooney produced that. I don't, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Fosse Verdon. Okay, whatever. Uh, the Loudest Voice. That's the other Roger Ailes movie. Uh, and Unbelievable. And Chernobyl beat it. I don't, I don't know it. about any of these other than Fosse Verdon. I watched Chernobyl. Did you watch Chernobyl? Oh, Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the winner. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw episode one. And it was so fucking dark. I couldn't bring myself to see episode two. And I heard it did not get better. It got darker as the series progressed. So I was just like, that's, a, that's I don't know if I can do that. I've also heard over and over again, watch Chernobyl. It's the best thing ever on TV ever. Uh, yeah, here's the thing is that I, I actually do. Care. I, unlike the people in the all the people at the uh, Golden Globes, I actually do care about the environment. But also understand that the only way we're going to save it is if we come up with a way to replace 
uh, fossil fuel that actually uh, will produce the same amount of energy as fossil fuel, meaning nuclear is really our only option to actually have a sustainable uh, future. Uh, that's how the Netherlands and, and various European countries that they love so much have actually managed to uh, reduce their carbon footprint is by switching heavily to nuclear. But people want to uh, act as though nuclear is somehow unnatural or it produces, it harms the environment. Chernobyl has a lot of inaccurate facts. It seems to think that radiation is something that you can catch, that you can you you are permanently radio, radioactive once you've been exposed to radiation, and that if you hug somebody after you have radiation damage, it'll transfer to you. That's oh. not accurate. It seems uh, actually it actually implies that Chernobyl, the the actual nuclear power plant, had the ability somehow the ability to eliminate Russia, like to to blow up so big that it could threaten the world itself. And there's no like there's no scientific accuracy to that. It, it has a lot of uh, some of its depictions of radiation poisoning are very over the top on like uh, people are like melting turning into goo and it's like in the you show yeah you don't actually do that that's not how it works you just get cancer right you just get cancer and die yeah you you yeah. don't you don't turn into goo but uh they, they it, it, nor nor do radiation burns happen like immediately and you're they're burning your hand down to the bone no. and stuff like that I, uh if you've ever seen the documentary white light black rain yeah i know what it is i haven't seen it no it's a, it's HBO. Speaking of HBO, it's it's an incredible documentary about the uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima uh, atomic bombings. They discuss like in in detail what radiation poisoning does to these people. So yeah, I mean, like, and that's different. That's entirely it. different radiation. Like the the, the 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 just people think nuclear nuclear. They think nuclear reactor nuclear bombs. Oh well, I, those are atom bombs. But yeah, there, there's no real like overlap between. The danger so of radiation one. burns them differently than it does people from Chernobyl. Yes. Okay. I don't it's, know that. It's, it's a total. It's a totally different reactive agent. I think. I mean, I'm not an expert on this sort of, sort of thing, but I do know. I that, definitely uh, am. I do, I do know that uh, nuclear power plants produce steam and yep. don't have zero carbon footprint ultimately. Uh, and you know, more people have died from wind energy in the last hundred years than nuclear. Uh, on American soil, yes. Um, no, in the world. In the world, okay. Globally, I didn't know that. Um, because they're I so fucking America dangerous soil. to repair and maintain. I, I think I think the the biggest concern with with nuclear is simply that uh, people remember Chernobyl or people are told about Chernobyl, and that's just sounds scary. Yeah, and Chernobyl happened because socialism is means you always have to use the absolute cheapest option. Right, of course, absolutely. But Three Mile Island did happen too. Yeah, Three Mile Island was contained. Yeah, because we have containment facilities. Yep. And also that yeah. was Fukushima, though. I think might scare people too. To be honest, that's East Coast economics. Fukushima, uh, actually, uh, its radiation is in wine. Uh, that you can still find it in wine. They did this study where they took some wines from um, all over, like you know, California, and I think parts of Oregon and stuff like that. And they, and they broke them down like super, super molecular. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. You're talking, about, you're talking about absolute trace amounts because Hey, guess what? Right, sunlight, right. We're not talking about sunlight like, has radiation. In it. Right. I mean, radiation, radiation, not radiation in wine. that's going to kill you. Like they literally said, if you plan on trying to die from the radiation in this wine, you would die from alcohol poisoning far before exactly. you ever yes, got yeah, close no, to getting it, it, there's no radiation poisoning. People don't see I mean, like a sunburn is a radiation burn. Yeah. 
It is. It is UV radiation burn. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's like, whatever. All right, let's just move on. Russell Crowe won for the loudest wait, wait, voice. Wait, wait. Did you like Chernobyl? Uh, I liked his filmmaking, but uh, had problems with some of its messaging. Okay. All right. Okay. So now actor in a whole bunch of fucking words. Russell Crowe won for the uh, loudest voice. Sasha Baron Cohen Spy was awesome, by the way. You watched it? Yeah, that was really good. Hmm. Spy was awesome. Highly recommend it. Yeah, super, he wasn't there. Super dramatic. Uh, but he had Jennifer Aniston read his, who, who, gave the, who yeah, announced the award, read his uh, speech about how he's fighting. He's fighting the fire <laughs> in Australia. And, uh, <laughs> he the is fire gay. is definitely, absolutely climate change related uh, or, or, or caused. I'm sure Russell Crowe is the expert on that. Well, I got to say, I recommend Spy. Check it out on Netflix. Maybe. Got to have it for Spy. Russell Crowe, the loudest voice. I have no idea what that is. I like it. I don't know. Uh, actress, limited series, motion picture, television. Michelle Williams won. She gave the abortion speech. Bossy uh, Yeah. Uh, beat uh, Joey King, Caitlin Dever, Helen Mirren, and Merritt <gasps> Weber. Give it to Helen Mirren every day. Oh, my God. I love all those old like videos of her swimming around naked in some old 70s movies. Yeah. The best. She, uh, she, she was employed by the founder of Hustler to uh, not Hustler, Penthouse, Penthouse, Bob Guccione. To do what? To act in um, uh, Caligula. Oh, yeah, he produced Caligula. It. Yeah. I know. I know all about Caligula. Never seen it. I've seen parts of it. I've never seen it because I imagine it just looks kind of like Brown Bunny. I mean, I, you see Brown Bunny. No, no, not of- at all. It's it, it, it's it's very well shot. It's ridiculous. It's it's uh, as lavish as any big you know sword and sandals epic from that time. Except with a fat orgy. With a big old orgy with actual blowjobs. Wow. All right. I, I might have to actually check out Caligula. Helen Mirren doesn't fuck, but she shows a lot of nudity. All right. I'm checking out Caligula. Uh, best performance by an actor supporting role series limited motion picture made for television. Uh, Scars Guard, Stellan Scars Guards, one for Chernobyl. Mm, I'll give it a love it. I like the Scars Guard family. You beat Alan Arkin, Andrew Scott for Fleabag, uh, uh, Henry Winkler for Barry, a show no one watches, and Macaulay Colgan's brother for Succession. Kieran. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. Colin Culkin is basically a red letter media uh, guy now. So it's weird. Did they do another episode with him after Christmas? They did like, th- yeah, they, they, they've done. He's, he came back for a whole, uh, another special, but then, and had them on bunny ears and then did like a crossover video. I, I feel like there's actual, like, like networking between the, the two companies that bunny ears and RLM have to have some kind of agreement where they're producing content together. I mean, if they for, if they form together, they could be the next uh, collider. collider. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like we need a collider. I uh, see so you have. Yeah, yeah I, I remember seeing something. You you had me making fun of collider at the end. We're almost done. Almost uh, best done. performance. Way to spoil it. <laughs> an actress in a supporting role or series, limited motion picture or television. Uh, Patricia Arquette, who gave a incoherent, drunk political speech. Is she still hot though? Because she's no. so hot. She, her tits look were like just trying to Dude. pop out of her dress. Oh, her tits looked amazing back in the day, all popping out. She was everywhere. wearing cheap dollar store glasses and uh, was visibly drunk. Mm-hmm. She beat Helena Bonham Carter in the Crown. 
Tony Collette for Unbelievable, Meryl Strip, Lover for Big Little Lies, and Emily Watson for Chernobyl. I like Meryl Streep in anything. Um, I get. I guess I'll give it a like it. Uh, Patricia Arquette. I I didn't see any of this shit. No, I haven't seen the act. I, don't, I think it's about a mom who poisons her daughter or something like that. Oh really? That's yeah. dark as fuck. Holy shit! Well, Joey King is the daughter. The girl. Well, from, now it's not as dark. The girl from Wish Upon. <laughs> well, that was the best fucking show topic we have ever done. Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Or we'll ever do <laughs> moving forward. Our show is over. Uh, this is how I'm finding it out. Uh oh. So. Unfortunately, Mark Fernandez has fired us all here at Cool Boys Podcast, a collider video subsidiary. Oh, no. Boo. Boo. He apparently gave Noli the heads up. And gave him time to leave, but Just not like us. But not us. But now we are out of jobs and cannot support our lavish lifestyles of Mm-mm. eating sautéed lion anus. Not the globes. They were all vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, for dinner with frozen yak balls for dessert. Fuck you, yes. Mark. Oh, and fuck me, Ballard. And fuck me, Ballard. And Wait, in... What? You didn't write that, did you? What? And fuck me, Ballard. Did you write that? No, I didn't write anything. Wait. Oh, I did write that. Never mind. I forgot. Fuck you, Sorry. Mark. And fuck me, Ballard. Of course you wrote it. Would you think a ghost? I thought Noel wrote it for a second. No, we changed, we changed the password. Right, yeah. <laughs> and in my booty butt, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking ruined. Ooh. <laughs> Big dicks. Fuck. Tits. Baywatch. Golden Globes. Cool Boy Nation, tell us what Golden Globe Award you won by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Do it. New episodes come out every week, but usually on Tuesdays. Be sure to like and subscribe to The Cool Boys. Interview us on Apple Podcasts to support the poor boys. Do it. Support The Cool Boys. Please donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with Batman and beyond. I'm far more excited to talk about Forky than I am the fucking Golden Globes, dude. No, this is a fucking, this is us not giving a shit about what we were talking about tonight. <laughs> I, I, well, when you said, like, let's review all the Forky episodes, I'm like, yes, that's fine. I don't care. I can even watch them all because they're like three minutes a piece. Yeah. Um, it, it would be like 30 minutes for me to, to be. You could watch up. them all live on air. Yeah. I might. Maybe I'll just do that. But then you're like, the next, the final one's on Friday. And I'm like, God damn it. Disney, get off your asses and release everything at once. And uh, please check out other great cool voices of content. There's a show about Batman. It's on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. It's called Batman and Beyond. Uh, Thank you for listening. Stay cool, boy nation. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizey's from your four-year consideration, Felk. Yes, and that's Bizey's from Best Picture Ballard in a drama series. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah.
This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys Podcast. You know what they say? Smelly knee grow. Uh, what? I'm I swallow knickers come Felk. What the <laughs> fuck? Is this gibberish? <laughs> I'm horrified with the, what Felk just said, Ballard. Felk, that's an old copy that is not for this episode. Hang on. Let me copy paste a new copy. Is that racism? Oh, my God. You used to be racist things, didn't you? Yeah, you just said incredibly racist shit. Sorry, buddy. Hang on a second. That is not the copy for this episode. Well, obviously, you, you intended to make me do that at one point. And that was a, yeah, I temped that in. Hang on, hang on. I temped that in a while back. And for 158, when it wasn't a show. This makes sense. It's something John Campia said. Who's John Campia? John Campia was on Collider. So uh, there was a live chat episode. He was just reading off, like, you know, shout outs. And someone wrote to him, and his name was Smelly Knee Grow. Oh, I get it. Don't air any of this. I'm going to air all of this. Don't air that. Don't air that horrible thing you just said. Well, you no, just... because now Cool Boy Nation will know that you tried to sneak racism into our show. Get some cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs> <laughs>